Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. And I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. And I'm hiding in the corner. And we're all here together. <laughs> Our off-screen participant is Jen. Yes. Joining us from the corner of a tomb. <laughs> With her snacks. She's got snacks. She's got all the snacks. I've She's got, got a Pepsi microphone. and water and mozzarella sticks and my AirPods and my cell phone. Yeah, so she, she can ignore us <laughs> while we're doing the podcast. She's taking the podcast very seriously. <laughs> She's like, um, yeah. I have every tool I need to ignore you. <laughs> no comment even. Hmm. No, she's gone. She's gone. We lost her. Hyper fixated. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Eli's messaging me. I'm, I'm trying to. That's fine. She's going to buy a PlayStation. No, he's going to give it to me. It doesn't have a power cable. So I'm oh. going to be like, no, bitch, you're giving it to me. Wow. <laughs> You're bullying your nephew. It's a free We gave him a power cordless recordy box. We did. A recordy box? A capture device. So he can capture video Thank games you. and stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. I was like, what what? A capture box. A thingy. A, a what? <laughs> like you know the thing. A recordy box. A recordy box. It was like a booth? What? I'm confused. Ooh, that'd be cool. I want one of those. I told you we're going to have one at my school now. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be super cool. <laughs> do you want to do the, the weekly recap? Check in? Sure. Recheck? Yeah. We're, we're a little low energy today. It's been a week. And yeah. A half. And I have a uh, migraine. And I'm staring at a ring light. Yeah. It's good times. I'm full of the regret. <laughs> and it's all for you. <laughs> we do this for you. <laughs> I deserve this. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. Weekly recap then. Do you want to go first? Our week, literally, it started like the second we turned off the recording <laughs> stuff from last week. Well, we went up, we, we finished the recording. Yep. We went upstairs and we sat down. We're like, okay, cool. That was a great recording. Let's relax. And the kids jumped on the bed with us and they handed me some gummy bears and I threw the gummy bears into my mouth and I promptly chewed down on the gummy bears and my tooth disintegrates into dust. Yeah. That thing like broke. Is it clean broke, in broke. half and like he had like a chunk. Two chunks. Not oh, yeah. Like two. But big they were pieces. like big. Yeah. I thought it was your whole tooth at first because. I thought it was too. I didn't realize there was a section of it still yeah. there. So he's got like this like cliffed off thing. Yeah. We in went, his mouth right now. We went to the dentist and they're like, "That's fucked up. We're gonna need a surgeon." And I'm like, "Great." So maybe on the seventh. Yeah, we'll maybe. see. We'll see. And that's just one of them. That's just the, this one. This yeah. one's the one that hurts that needs to be taken care of, but they want to save it course yeah so that's the front one right no the front one i they didn't even look at it oh. like i mentioned it but they just weren't concerned they no. were so distracted by the other ones <laughs> the, the you know the ones that are like they're infected. like explodey teeth yeah so this i have is much more important antibiotics and i've been doing that all week fun and i've just had a generally shitty week yeah it was just rough yeah no i kidding. know like we usually have rough weeks but this was a rough week well and it felt like two yeah <laughs> like it was just so long i was ready to record on wednesday <laughs> me like too this. i was like when when are we doing the thing mm-hmm. what day is this and then jen earlier told me that the fourth is tomorrow and i was like <laughs> no the fuck it's not yeah it is though no it's not that's like next week i don't know and yeah. i had a scare at the beginning of the week i woke up and i couldn't smell or taste mm. oh no <laughs> so i had to go get tested it was negative. That's good. And then it came back like I can I can taste today. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, but she had a COVID scare. I wonder if it was like 
a side effect of a migraine. Could be, yeah. And I looked it up. Like, I've, I've got a lot of sinus issues, so it can happen if they're super swollen, and that uh, happens a lot. Um, yeah. It's never happened to me before, but... See, I get the one where I smell smoke all day. Yeah, I get that. I'm like, everything smells terrible, and I don't know why. But I think it's connected to, like, the headaches. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's that weird aura. (laughs) It's like, you're just going to smell just burning tires. Yeah. For a little while. How was your week? My week. What did you do? Yeah. My week was hellish as well. Um, So, after tooth broke. (laughs) Yeah. I came down with some really bad gut pain. Oh, God. That was this week? That was when it started. I felt it like last week. It started Saturday afternoon. Holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> um, like, horrendous, horrendous abdominal pain. I don't even know what the hell that was. Um, and so that went on for a couple days. And day, day two, I was like, okay, it might be, like, an intestinal blockage. I'm going to keep an eye out. If I throw up, we'll go to the ER. Because mm-hmm. my husband was all concerned. And then Monday, I throw up. <laughs> Um, but only the one yeah <laughs> yep so monday i threw up and then from there and my husband's like so are we going and i was like nope no if i throw up more yes. then we'll go <laughs> and so that went on on like day three i finally went to urgent care yeah and they had no idea what to do with me which is great but they, they gave me a new med which seems to be helping so that helped it's something. They were very kind when they told me they had no idea what to do with me. That's good. <laughs> they didn't come at you with the, why are you here? Yeah. Like, this is a waste. Right. Yeah, it's been a week. And then I built a garden box. Oh, nice. And that was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a huge exertion bruise, like this big, over my thigh God. right here. <laughs> All the abuse. I know, it's terrible. Someone it's hit like you with the softball. Dark and purple. God. Like a like a hailstone. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Good fun. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but you saw David this week, didn't you? Oh yeah. That was also this week. Oh, this week was horrible. It's just been so many of this week. Yes. Too much this week. David was fun because he has as always he had a new new subject. The new randomness. Yeah. So like he came in. And Jen was in the bathroom, so she missed the beginning of it. But he's, he comes in and we're talking. And I was like, oh, yeah, working on the podcast. He's like, yeah. So this may be really divisive. I'm going to say something. You might not like it. But Joe Rogan, I respect Joe Rogan. <laughs> I was like, all right. I'm, that's your, okay. your hot take is that you respect Joe Rogan? Okay. And then he's like, and you know, he had Elon Musk on. And then he went this whole tangent about how Elon Musk has to talk down to us and how he's just so smart and he's, <laughs> he's going to send us to Mars. Like he's planned in his head. It's not we're, we're going to Mars. I was like, yeah, it's yeah, David, it's intense shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, we're here for Concerta, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, we'll pull that. Uh, anyways. But anyway, I would like to continue talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then he got really dark towards the end. He was like, you know, they they i had to talk to them because they were overworking me like they're overbooking me and i'm getting burned out and i forgot my mom's oh, birthday yeah. and i forgot my dad's birthday and i was like don't get burned out i need you yeah please don't leave please <laughs> yeah fight for yourself please <laughs> they burn through staff i don't want to have to get a new guy right again and again and again and again i mean i've been with uh new health for two three years now mm-hmm. and i've had five different pain specialists that's crazy yeah jesus and two psychiatrists and like four therapists four therapists 
I burned through the therapist. <laughs> they were like, we met him, we came, we saw, and now <laughs> they we're just out. don't last. Like they try it out for a few months, and they're like, no, <laughs> no. That, that's a lot of people, and they all have problems. Like that's the point. Oh, I also had EMDR this week. You did? I did. Shit. I had therapy on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday evening, and we went over my new trauma, which was helpful because there was a lot of junk there that yeah. I didn't know was there. But yeah, that was good. And he's still like, I think you should try Reiki. <laughs> like, we'll see. <laughs> one one thing at a time, guy. Yeah. It's like I really think that you would benefit from that. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. But not not right now. I got I got other things going on. <laughs> there is other stuff in play. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's been <laughs> it's just been a very long, very busy, and very exhausting week. Yeah. And I'm tired. Yeah, so what are we going to do today? Today, we are going to be um, doing kind of an open letter to the people in collective zebra lives. So, spouses and friends, um, even to the kiddos. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really important. Yeah. There's a lot to, to know, and then there's a bit to learn, and then... It's just about practice. Yeah. Well, and I imagine that a lot of the things we'll talk about are pretty intersectional as far as um, invisible illnesses. So if you are seeing this and you are neither a zebra or someone with an invisible illness, you're likely seeing this because your zebra would like you to understand them a little better. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. (laughs) We, We have notes. We have messages yep we have experience yeah (laughs) we have lots of experience (laughs) kind of teaching the people around us yeah but we went the hard way like yeah we we had to go through the the awkward phases of people trying to help us too much or not enough and then getting mad and then finding the balance yeah trying not to be a pain asshole yeah so i think there are so we have a bunch of points here but there are some really just big ones yeah. that I've kind of put in here. Um, but I guess we can probably just start at the top. So when it comes to invisible illness and chronic illness of most types, um, if we're out in the world, the, the fact is, is that we're coping all the time. So a lot of the mental help that like mental health help that we get um, often starts with like coping skills but it's hard to go beyond coping skills when all you do is cope. Like so right now, right. Coping becomes your every moment, um, and can lead to just this really ingrained need to mask symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's a really big one. So man, <laughs> invisible is the key here. Just right. because you don't see it going on. Doesn't mean that, um, it's not, well, you're the person in your life is going to want to hide it. <laughs> so it's going to be invisible. And then they're going to want to keep it invisible. Yeah. There are things that you just don't feel like sharing or that you can't deal with at the time. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There is a lot of that, that like, I don't want to tell people how I feel because then it's real and I have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that note, we lie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About ourselves, not about yeah. other stuff. We're not making no. up conditions, but. But we lie a lot about how we're feeling. Mm. My favorite interaction I had with our grandfather for, I think, six, seven years, we would go to have lunch and he'd be like, how are you feeling? I'd be like, 
I don't want to tell him how I'm feeling, so yeah. I'm gonna say I'm tired. That was I'm me tired. every time. And he he started calling me out on it because he would say, "You and Karina are both tired all the time." Like, yeah. are you sleeping? I was like, "Well, there's it, there's a lot at play." Yeah, we just don't want to tell you what's actually going on. Yeah. So the sum up was always, uh, "I'm fine. I'm just tired." Yeah, exactly. I'm just tired. I'm just sleepy. it's been it's been a long day or a long week, and I'm just I'm tired. It's been a long thirty seven years. Right. <laughs> You're not 37. No, but it's been a long one. <laughs> <laughs> How many years has it been for me then? Hmm. Probably 40. It's like 48. 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's dog years. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. There's... Yeah. No. So we, uh, along with the coping, because we cope all the time, there's a lot of lying that goes into it and a lot of like downplay. Yes. Um. Which I'm the king of that. Detrimental to us in other settings. <laughs> yeah, I do it to doctors. I do it to everybody. I do it to Jen. Yep. She sees through it, though. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's when it's really bad. You're very good at playing it down. Yeah, the worse it gets, yeah. the easier it is to be like, nah, the, <laughs> bleeding out of every orifice is fine. It's fine. This, this is, is normal. This is. I'm just trying a thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when I threw up and my husband's like, ER time? And I was like, nope. No. No. Oh, no it's we don't fine. Do that. It's fine. <laughs> if, if I keep throwing up, then we'll go. <laughs> I've only thrown up twice. That's not... Right? That's not a lot. Yeah. I said if I keep throwing up. So, like, you know, five. Okay. So, here's here's a question then. If we're, if we're lying about how we're doing all the time, what's the best way to approach that? Do you want to... Oh, from the outside? Yeah, yeah, from the outside. That's a really good question because there are two things that go on when you lie about where you're at. Like, you really want someone to know, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to say. Right. Because you don't know if they'll believe you. Right. So you can't anticipate somebody else's reaction. Um, And so the masking comes into play. Mm -hmm. So from the outside, I don't know, check in. Yeah. Just check in. Yeah. Um, And I think when it comes to that, like you want to offer help, but I think it's important not to try to fix people. Mm, That's huge. Yeah. Um, Especially because that can turn into bad things later on as well. Yeah. Where you you get tired of people like, well, did you try this? Did you Mm -hmm. try this? Have you tried? Have you tried? Have you tried? Did you do the thing? And you're like, you... The thing is that we know our bodies best, right? Yeah. In theory. (laughs) No, we do. (laughs) Imposter syndrome kind of comes in on that one. But we know our bodies best. Um, And I forgot where I was going with that thought. Sorry. So when I do the check-in with Chris, um, I... It's kind of like how I approach things at work. I start out very general. Like, is there anything you need me to grab you? Mm -hmm. And then if he says no, then I'll double check with something specific. Like, are you sure you don't need an extra baclofen? Because then I know, like, it's not just, no, no, I'm fine. And then I know for sure, like, he's thought about it. And if he still says no, that's fine. But if he's thinking about it, he could be like, actually, can you grab me an ice pack? Right. Yeah, because the other part is, a lot of the time when we're in bad pain, we don't know what we want. No. You you have a vague (laughs) idea of how you feel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you have to... (laughs) <laughs> really think about where you're at what you need right and you don't want to like no. you're just trying to cope with it you're trying to get through it yeah 
So you're not, you're not like, well, you know what? We'd be really great right now. Just all, all the ice. <laughs> Even though that yeah. does help a lot. Yeah. So there are, yeah, check in, check in and see. Um, and I really like like the general approach where you're like, hey, can I grab you something? Mm-hmm. Hey, do you need something? Hey, I'm making food. Do you want some? Um, but I think it's important to remember that your friend, your spouse, your child doesn't want to be fixed. Um, and they can't be fixed. <laughs> They want to be fixed. You just can't fix them. Yeah. Right. And offering things all the time isn't going to help. Yeah. Um, well, and I guess that kind of takes us into acceptance. Yeah. Which you have more experience in that realm than I do. Do I really? Yeah. When I they mean, talk about acceptance is not a negative thing. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> I, I fought that <laughs> battle <laughs> a long time. Um, yeah. No. It's It took me a long time to get to where I could be like this is life. This is what life is going to be. This is the outlook. Um, from an outside perspective, what was that like, Jen? Watching me go through that. I think the acceptance for us was different than a lot of people mm-hmm. because we got punished a lot medically for not knowing. Yeah. So for not having a diagnosis, we got blown off a lot in the beginning and it was very stressful not knowing. So once we did find out, it was really relieving. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, and I think a lot, like, there was a small adjustment to adjusting and accepting the pain. That was the biggest one. Like, right at the beginning, we we put in a lot of effort. I could see you putting in a lot of effort to try and get rid of the pain yeah um so coming to terms and accepting the fact that there would always be pain was huge was a huge hurdle yeah um but it it's kind of like flipping a light switch once you actually accept it your perspective changes a lot and so how you experience it changes a lot yeah um your emotional impact from being in pain like it's it's not as up and down as it used to be oh um, yeah we can shrug it off most of the time mm-hmm. a lot more mentally and emotionally stable right from that acceptance right it's not surprising yeah. it's not like before it would if we get like bit like if it got worse yeah then it would be startling and be like oh no is this the new normal but it's easy now to to cope with it like it's yeah. We know it's not permanent, and if it is, it's not, like, drastic, usually. It's not right. Well, and I think we, upon diagnosis, when we learned that there was a reason for all of that, I think that made a huge, huge difference, um, especially for me, because I didn't have to feel crazy all the time. Right. And I could actually voice what was going on with me without, because you know how, and here's the thing, we impose a lot of stuff on ourselves, so that like need to feel normal or mm-hmm. need to mask and not tell people what's going on um, in part because other people are unpredictable and in part because we feel like we need that control. Right. <clears throat> um, but yeah, when pain comes around and new pain, new pain is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And all we do is 
cope. Like that's what we do. And now it's gotten easier to cope because we know what to expect. And we know that the human body is kind of incredible in (laughs) what it can (laughs) continue doing while (laughs) being a complete and utter disaster. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I think it comes down to like really understanding that you don't have control over your condition. Yeah. I mean, you can control certain aspects of it, but it's always going to be there and it's always going to be worse. Yeah. Like it's always going to get worse. Like the biggest thing is learning how to react to it. Yeah. Like you can't control it, but you can control how you react Mm -hmm. to the pain. Yeah. Well, and kind of going through, uh, like getting rid of that fear aspect. Oh yeah. Helps a ton. Yeah. So when you stop fearing the pain, um, it becomes a lot easier to manage, but we still get frustrated. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, with that, we have like the bad times, but for the, the invisible aspect of it, when it's, when you're having a good time, yeah. when you're, when you yourself don't think there's anything wrong with you, like that looks like every other day, like it, it can seem like your, your person's better. Like, yeah. Oh, this is the upward trend now or, or Hey, maybe this is, maybe it just was like a, a storm. It came and went and it's gone, but right. it's usually the other way around mm-hmm. where the good times are very short-lived yeah few and far between yeah or they can be it's not always the case no i've had i've had months at a time where i've yeah felt great and things were going well yeah when i first started gabapentin that was amazing because at that point it was a ton of nerve pain um and so having that taken off my plate was so so amazing and then I kind of shocked myself again when things got worse again, (laughs) but things change. And that's the thing is that invisible illnesses themselves are just, they're unpredictable a lot of the time. And so just because we look okay, doesn't mean we feel okay. And just because we feel okay, doesn't mean that we're going to feel okay tomorrow. True. Um, I was thinking about acceptance, um, as a negative, Oh yeah, and we've yeah, yeah. Run up against that before. Yep, that's the, the that's the you're you're giving into it. You're not fighting back. It's right, or it, like you're a defeatist. Totally a defeatist for yeah. being realistic about your condition and what to expect. Yeah, or people get really sad for you. Oh, that one bothers me. Yeah, and you're like, no, it's fine. It's really fine. This is just the reality. It is what I make it. And yeah. if if you're going to be sad for me, then how am I supposed to react exactly. to that? Exactly. Like, That's the big one, I think, actually. And you just per- put it perfectly. Um, we are very careful about regulating our emotions and beliefs about Ehlers-Danlos yeah. because that's how we function. Um, and so when people throw pity our way, <laughs> it disrupts our very carefully built structures of flippancy and comedy and yeah. protective measures. So we do not appreciate pity. No. <laughs> Most uh, invisible illness. We don't appreciate pity. We don't want to be pitied. We want to be witnessed um, <laughs> yeah. and understood. But pity is not helpful for anybody. No. I'm sure there are times, though, like you get that wave where you're, you just want to give in. Yeah. But like I, even then, that, I like, don't want outside pity. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to sit in the dark corner and I'm going to pity myself. Right. And if anyone says anything about it. I might just about fight someone. It. Yeah, no, I message you on days like that yeah. where I'm like, I'm I'm just gonna feel sorry for myself for a little while. Yep, <laughs> and I do, and I sit down and I feel sorry for myself, and then I'm like, okay, 
It That's passes. enough of that. Time to get back to real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people mix up acceptance and hopelessness. Like hmm. feeling yeah. that if they accept it, that they're giving up. Yeah. Or feeling hopeless about the situation because they want to rely on that it might get better mm-hmm. when yeah it sucks but they can still live happy fulfilling lives with the condition yeah yeah, yeah absolutely well and that kind of goes into we want to be treated like normal people as much as possible mm-hmm. but there's some caveats to that like <laughs> Don't go into situations with assumptions. Don't assume mm. that we can or cannot participate in something that, because of our condition. That drives me nuts. Always ask. We like to be invited, <laughs> even if we know right. we can't go. Like, we want to know that you care and you want us around, um, even if maybe that's not possible. Weather permitting. Yeah. You never know. There could be, like, a day when, you, when they're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, exactly. let's go for a hike. And yeah. they can actually manage it. So That's like when I... <laughs> When Randy's like, I'm going to buy concert tickets. And if you can go, cool. If not, I'll take Jesse. And I'm like, that (laughs) takes so much pressure off of me to, like, I have to know that I'm going to feel good on that day six months from now. So, yeah. And I think that goes into being flexible. Oh, yeah. It's important to be flexible with your person. Yeah. And with yourself. It's such a fluid situation. Like... Even yeah. in, in the span of a day, you can go from, like, uh, not being able to function to cleaning the house mm-hmm. to, like, being up and about. Or the other way around, you could start off strong and kind of... Crash s- by 2.30. Yeah. Yeah. So, having people around you that understand and can react yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, and somebody to keep you kind of accountable. Yeah. Because there's a lot of that. When I'm like, I'm stalling and I'm going to clean... <laughs> everything and my husband's like you need to stop stalling and go to bed yeah it's bedtime (laughs) you're gonna make it worse go to bed um but yeah there's like i don't know what do you wish people knew or what do you wish you knew before you were diagnosed that's an interesting one something i wish i knew before i was diagnosed hmm I had a good thought and I lost it. For me, for me, it's that like, I'm not crazy and there's a reason. Yeah. Because that was a huge breakthrough for me in general. My mental health improved drastically. Oh yeah, once we knew. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm not insane. That's the other part, like invisible illness. We question ourselves all the time. All the time. Imposter syndrome is huge. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. It's overwhelming sometimes. Uh-huh. Doctors are not infallible, and it's okay to ask for a second opinion. Oh, yeah. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Doctors are not infallible, and it's okay to ask for a second opinion. Yay. Doctor shop. Do it. It's. I'm surprised that people haven't heard of that or thought of it before. Yeah. I mean, we, we've found it the hard way yeah. by having bad experiences, but... Right. Well, and there, there's such a stigma to it. Yeah. Because you know that doctors are like, oh, well, they've seen so many. They must be like, whatever, whatever. Um, 
<laughs> that's another thing. Like, there's so many assumptions about everything yeah. all the time from different people and from... Well, you have the assumptions of, of just being considered disabled. Then if you're taking certain, med- certain medications, there's the stigma of, oh, no, they're on, they're on this medication. Yeah. They're on this. They're, so, you know, I've had to deal with all of that, yeah. <laughs> which is fun. Especially when it's especially when it's from doctors, yeah. when you're like, oh, you're on this, like the <laughs> dentist. You shouldn't be taking that. Well, it's like the urgent care doctor was like, I can't believe you're not on this medication. Like, they should have put you on this medication. I'm not sure why they haven't done this yet. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm gonna put you on this medication. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. Hey, if it helps. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the thing is, people are human. Yeah, you're human. Yeah. Well, and it's hard. It can be really hard to try to self-advocate when you're not even sure of what's going on with you. Yeah. And that can be really challenging. So if we tell you we don't know, usually it's because we really don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what's wrong? I don't know. (laughs) One of the notes on here is um, feeling guilty for not being normal. Mm. And that just immediately takes me to making plans with people. Like, trying to make plans and being unable to fulfill your end of the, the deal right right <laughs> like it's good to be included it's like what you said it's nice to have an out yeah well and that's the thing is offer an out yeah that that was huge for me too because i hated going anywhere where i didn't have an escape i didn't want to go to like hockey games and i didn't want to go out to the movies and i didn't want to go to dinner and i didn't want to go hang out with people when i didn't have the ability to back out mm-hmm. or to escape um well and i think that goes into that like assumptions yeah we make people make assumptions so a lot of the time if we're not able to do something there are other assumptions made like that we're flaky yeah oh god that was a big or uh what what, what is it that mom used to say that you were agoraphobic yeah that's yeah. agoraphobic. yeah that's me <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, or just that we're unreliable in other ways. Right. So give us that out. That's important. Offer that out. Uh, and Anti-social. it makes us feel safer. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Anti-social. <laughs> but it does. It makes us feel safe when we have the ability to leave whatever situation right. we're in. Less pressure so. means you're more likely to join in. Yeah. So if that means that you and your person are more independent from one another... Um, or you drive two cars someplace so mm-hmm. that they have the ability to leave or being more flexible yourself with like timelines. Cause that can be huge. Like if I was relying on my husband, I would need him to be ready to go when I was ready yeah. to go. Cause I could be like, Hey, I'm done. And you'd be like, okay, time to go. Peace. See you guys later. Yeah. But I know that's not an option for everybody. No. And I know that I think that goes into can and should. Yeah. I can stay and pretend to have a good time, but should I? Yeah, the the can should of every situation is going to be interesting to to watch because you have the person that you're that you're worried about. Yeah, you're going to want them to do the, what they can, like what's best for their body. Right. And, yeah, you're going to want them to get out and do things, but at the same time, you have to learn. You have to learn their limits because they w- will most likely we go will over. ignore them. Yeah. Oh God, no. Like <laughs> what limits? Uh, I taught our grandfather the can should by 
doing the can over and over again Mm -hmm. and hurting myself. And now he knows that I shouldn't do certain things because he's seen me overdo it so many times and dislocate on the floor, majorly hurt my my arms fixing fencing, you know, stupid stuff. Um, But that's huge. Um, (laughs) I learned it the hard way. Well, and it's interesting now because with my husband, he has kind of picked up that role mm-hmm. of just kind of monitoring. Cause he knows, he knows if I have the physical ability, I'm going to, Yeah, nothing is going to stop me. I'm going to. So he will do things to kind of mitigate what I'm doing or give me like partial tasks mm-hmm. to fill. Um, like unloading the groceries. He's like, please only take one bag and then he'll go carry everything else. Yeah. Or, um, like moving wood things or heavy things. Yeah. He'll let me guide so that I can control what's going on. Um, so just small things to accommodate because we will always do the can. Yeah. And we should not. (laughs) Yeah. It's being flexible with how you handle the person really. Yeah. Like being flexible in every sense of the word. Yes. And understanding that there, there are limits. Yeah. (laughs) And that we need to follow the limits and that we won't follow the limits. And that we won't. Which is why we look unlimited a lot of the time. Right. It makes us look very invisible. Like, yeah. wow, you're so capable. Like, <laughs> I am capable, I'm but I'm going to... so hard right now. Yeah. I'm going to hate myself later tonight. Yeah, you don't get to see the aftermath. Well, and that's exactly the thing, is that we pay for everything in pain. Yep. So, whatever we've committed to doing, we're going to feel it later. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to like it. <laughs> but we do this thing where it's it's a problem for future me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time. That poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Future me has so much to deal with. <laughs> Past you just did not. Happen. Yeah. Um. Oh, and that kind of goes into the spoon lens. Yeah, I was thinking that. So if you don't know spoon theory, that's a really, really good way to communicate with your, um, with your person. So understanding how energy moves um, when you have a chronic illness and how different things and simple things mm. can cost a lot of energy. Um, so like for me getting in the shower, <laughs> Hey, I'm like that, that it's the first rung on my ladder, but that's it a hard gets you one. Going. Yeah. It's like two spoons right there. I used all my spoons getting to the couch today. Yeah. Like with this headache, just, just nailing my head all day. It's like, I'll take a shower. I try taking a shower. <clears throat> I don't know if I successfully showered or not. I was in hot water for you a long time. You got wet. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and then I changed and I crawled into here and then I just laid on the couch and waited for you to get here. That yep. was all my spoons to get that far. I am pretending I have spoons. So <laughs> I have phantom spoons. No. <laughs> um, because I have an event after this. Yeah. You pay for phantom spoons in pain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have to Way go to, to go. my in-laws and the twins will be there. And the twins from Missouri are there, and the other twins are bringing their babies, and it's just, it's a lot of people. Holy crap. And not something that I'm super excited about doing. So we should get this published so we can show them all, like, how to deal with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that note, though, like, people who don't know me as well uh, tend to, like, freak out if I'm hurting. Oh, yeah. And that's not helpful. (laughs) No, it's like panicking in in any situation isn't helpful to anybody. Yeah. You gotta... Do your best to stay calm yeah. and, and reason your way through it. Right. Panic later. <laughs> Panic later. And if you can't yeah. be calm, 
Walk go away. away. Yeah, remove yourself from the situation. Yes. Yeah. Jen's had to do that. I had that at work when I almost passed out in the hallway. Yeah. And I had my one coworker who like knew what was going on and was like, blood pressure up or down? And I was like, down. She's like, okay, I'm going to go grab you a water. And the other one's like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? What can I do? Are you all right? All right. And I'm like, stop talking to me. Can go I away. You, like, in your face? Right. Are you okay? Yeah. We get really close. Can I touch you on your body? Stop it. Yeah. Do, do not. <laughs> do not do that. Yeah. The coddling and the panic don't help. Nope. Calmly ask what you can do. Um, if nothing, just sit. Be with us. Yeah. That's helpful. That's huge for me. Just yeah. being around people. Right. I don't talk. I don't do anything. Just being around. Right. It's just the quiet companionship. Yeah. Because you feel less alone. Mm -hmm. But you also, there's no pressure. Right. To like do anything about it. (laughs) Well, okay. The first time we were going to decorate this, Mm -hmm. like a year and a half ago, I had Vizzy and Kaylee come over and I was like, we're going to do this. And then we went upstairs and we all played Animal Crossing and didn't talk to each other. (laughs) Just all four of us (laughs) sitting in the room playing Animal Crossing. Didn't say a fucking word. Yep. It was a good time. I had bug over yesterday and we built a bunch of furniture. Nice. That was our social interaction. <laughs> he came over and we used him for slave labor. Wahaha. I get to see him tomorrow. Oh yes. Before he come oh yeah. Oh well I'll see yeah, him then. He's too. coming tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to go tomorrow too. Yes. yes. I forgot tomorrow was the fourth. I was yeah. like, no. I have another week. Somebody pointed this out to me and it never bugged me before only on the 4th of July do we swap it to the European layout we don't say July the 4th we say the 4th of July yeah yeah which is kind of ironic you're welcome and ridiculous (laughs) ADHD thoughts of the day (laughs) Oh, yeah, the fatigue and laziness can go with uh, that. Yes, please understand. Understand that we're not lazy. And what we can do, we do. Um, and we often push ourselves to do. And again, with the guilt, we feel a lot of guilt for mm. not being able to do what we think we should be. Right. We have a lot of, I'm sure this is true of anybody with chronic foot or chronic illnesses, that yeah. there's a lot of pressure that you take from external sources and and impose on yourself even though they're yeah. not there there's a lot of well why aren't you doing this you could have done that why aren't you you know in your own head yeah so they they're dealing with it they're in the thick of it yeah well and that's the other part was when my husband was first starting to understand it was important to him that i let him know that i was thinking about the future yeah because he had it in his head when i first did my shoulder surgery two years ago um he had it in his head that that was going to be like a fix and it was going to make things better. And that's not the case. And I was like, well, this is going to be like a forever thing. And he didn't understand until that point. Um, (laughs) and was panicking himself thinking about the future and how long I'm going to be able to work for and all of these things. And I had to just look at him and go, sweetheart, I think about these things constantly. You don't have to take them on. They're not yours. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm already thinking about it. I'm already planning for it. I'm aware that this is forever. Like it is, it's, it's forever. Yeah. Jen and I had the conversation. Really? Yeah. We had to, to be like, are we going to focus on this or can we ignore it forever? (laughs) 
Yeah. That was literally, it was like, either I go on and ignore it and we pretend like nothing's wrong, or we can address it and try and fix it and take it seriously. Yeah. We opted for the healthy option. Well, which is good because the other option would have led six feet under. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was on the fast track. Yeah. Unpleasant places. Yeah. Not a good place to be. No. No. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was the thing was that he just didn't understand that like it was forever. He right. really thought that there was going to be like a fix. Oh, and that's the other part. Don't don't walk around like wishing cures onto people. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> we don't appreciate it actually. <laughs> well, here's here's the fun one. Like you have religious friends and they're like they're praying for I'll you pray to get for better. You. Yeah, and you're like, like, can you pray great. for me to just have a good day? Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not looking for a miracle here. I just, I understand that this is how you, how you process things. Just pray for the day to be not bad. Yeah. Don't fix me. Well, it's that acceptance is not negative piece. Right. Where you're like, it can be forever and we can do stuff about it. Right. At the same time. And we can also know that it will go downhill as we get older. Yep. But also knowing that, yeah, there are countermeasures that we will take along the way. And that's the thing. Like, we're never... We never walk into a situation like, I would like someone to completely fix me. Yeah. I've had doctors that have that outlook. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, we can, we'll fix you up. Like, no, you won't. Yeah, no. You'll take care of a thing, but that's not going to fix yeah. anything. Right. <laughs> it's not well, permanent. that's the thing is like, when people walk around and they're like, well, maybe one day. And you're like, that's great. If you could teach my body how to make collagen correctly, that's awesome. Yeah. But you're not going to undo a damage. lifetime worth of damage that we've no. already done. I mean, that's all the surgeries are that we do. Yeah. We're fixing the damage that we've done to ourselves. Exactly. And those surgeries are renewable. Yeah. Three to five years is generally what they say. Yep. For um, Eller Stanlos anyway. So, yeah, fun times. It was so funny the when Tiffany was telling me about her friend who was just, just diagnosed. She had a surgery beforehand. And mm. they were like, oh, that should last you like 15, 20 years. And then she found out she has EDS. And I was like, yeah, three to five years. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to need more. Down. There will be more. <laughs> Such an upper. <clears throat> yeah. Also don't. Trial by fire for the newbies. I know. <laughs> <clears throat> we have moods and pain, frustration. Oh, yeah. So like those are kind of. That was well, a big one for me. Before I was diagnosed, I was just such an insufferable asshole Same. when I was in pain because <laughs> I was angry about being in pain. I didn't know why. I thought I was crazy. Yeah. Nobody understood what I was going through and I didn't know how to explain it. And so those factors culminated in a lot of frustration and a lot of kind of lashing out oh, yeah. when people would kind of <laughs> enter that space. <laughs> well, you have like Jen would try and help me. I was in the same situation. She'd be like, uh, how can I help? And I'm like, I don't know. It really, really fucking pisses me off that you offered. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the wrong neighborhood now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I would always just feel super pressured. Yeah. To like be better. Exactly. All the time. Like, oh no, you're in pain. Let me fix it. Well, and that's the other part. Like we, that downplay is not for us. No. The downplay is for other people. <laughs> It's like when, so when I feel worse, generally I wear makeup and I look better because, and I did this at dinner the uh, last week, actually, Yeah. 
um, they were like, you look really nice. And I'm like, that's great. I feel like shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like, so you look nice, but you don't feel good. I was like that. I look nice because I don't feel good. (laughs) They're connected. (laughs) Because people are more likely to leave you alone if you look like you have your shit together. Yep. Um, But yeah, no, I do that all the time with the masking. Mm. It's bad. (laughs) I'm like, don't ask me how I'm doing. I will lie to you. (laughs) And then I'll be mad about it. It's like we've said before, people are uncomfortable with pain. So when you're in pain, they don't know how to handle that because. Well, people don't understand, like they don't have a good concept of chronic pain. Right. So for the normal brain, you're like pain is a signal that something's wrong and you can fix it. Right. That's not the case. Yeah. (laughs) Pain is just a fire alarm going off because the batteries are dead for the rest of my life. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) <laughs> Jen had the the realization of chronic pain when she had her sinuses done. Cause it, <laughs> do you remember that you you looked at me, like on day five of recovery, like, so it's just it's all the time with the pain. It's like yep. Well, I I had some experience with it before, but I denied it. So when I had that car accident, um, I wasn't allowed to walk on my foot for like six months. Yeah, and people kept giving me shit for it and i was like but it it hurts yeah no that was a pain and they're like but it was like six months ago why are you still taking medication because my foot's fucked up look Mm -hmm. at it it's purple and blue and huge yep well and at that point had you like you hadn't been navigating the medical system very long not at all that was uh that was was early days dating yeah um Brea was a baby. Yeah. Or, ooh, River. River early was a baby. Yeah. yeah. It was early super early. Um, yeah. So that was like a year and a half with mm-hmm. the recovery and with the trying to sword fight at the same time. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> Jen's playing the canon should game too. Yeah. <laughs> But it's something that I didn't really like. So many people around were a lot younger and none of them had gone through anything. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of kept quiet about it. Because, yeah, yeah, I thought most of it was exaggerated or overblown and that I was. Yeah, it was all in my head. Yep. And it wasn't really something I thought about after the fact until I had the sinus surgery again when we were in the thick of it Mm -hmm. and I was like this fucking sucks (laughs) well it's like when my mother-in-law looked at me and she she has a pretty bad concussion um and she looked at me one day and she's like this is like your whole life huh and I was like yeah the brain fog and the not being able to like think clearly when I'm in pain like all of those things that's my all the time yep (laughs) um and I think that was huge for her to just kind of understand yeah like this is my all the time and everything is a struggle i'm just very good at the struggle (laughs) (laughs) just because we're good at it doesn't mean it's not a lot of work no and that's (laughs) a lot of the a lot of the problems we encounter with doctors and stuff have to do with our not complaining yeah not being vocal about the pain that we're in all the time yeah so and not being a parent right it doesn't come off like oh wow this person's in a lot of pain they're suffering they're dealing with a lot it's more like what why is this person here right well you see well that's how i felt was when i was in the urgent care yeah like the pain was intermittent 
So it would come and it would go and it would come and it would go. And when it was gone, I was like, I'm perfectly fine. Why am I here? I didn't have my hip looked at because it didn't hurt that day. I'm going to kill you. But it didn't hurt that day. God damn it, Christopher. Jen had COVID. I'm going to, I'm going to. Jen had COVID and. We're going to have to take a break so my hip I didn't can hurt. beat you. It was true. It was the morning that I had to go get tested. Yeah. So I couldn't have gone anywhere. Make an appointment. When it hurts again, I'll make an appointment. I I will make an appointment. I'll set an alarm on my phone. I hurt. made I made the last appointment. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't hurt, they're not going to find anything. So it's, it's gotta gotta hurt it first somehow. So this you'll last... hurt it before the appointment anyway. That's true. <laughs> Rest you'll assured, do something. you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, it's like um when we talk. <laughs> <laughs> the downplay to doctors yeah constantly and so we often don't get our needs met because we'll go in and be like yeah i had a list of stuff but i feel okay right now so i'm sorry i wasted your time goodbye yep and that's how that goes that's my entire medical history it's yeah. just sorry for being here <laughs> i'll go now i don't i didn't actually need to be here i'll um, see myself out i'm very sorry <laughs> And that's why I'm the interrupter. <laughs> Actually, it was in a lot of pain all month. Uh, I need to hear it from him. <laughs> She's right. I was in a lot of pain all month. <laughs> I just forgot because I feel okay right now. <laughs> that's the thing. Like Living the spoony life or the chronic illness life, everything is like moment by moment. Because your brain has to protect you from the pain some way. Yeah. And so... When you're in pain, it's everything and huge and overwhelming and just all the time forever. And yeah. then when it stops, you're like, la, 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 nothing happened. <laughs> what pain? I don't remember pain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is the part of video where we have to ask you to, to hand the video or, or get your zebra or your person in the room. Because mm. now they have to be uh, in the room to hear what we have to say to them. Yes. Because... They need to be flexible too. It's going to be really fucking hard. It's going to suck, but you got to be flexible with your people while they learn how to handle you and what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And it's going to be really hard. Well, the other part is <laughs> it's like ugh. learn to communicate explicitly. Like learn <clears throat> to say what you mean. She's going to get that tattooed on her forehead. Explicit communication. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm standing behind it though because yeah. It's what works. Um, and for people who are not our spoony people, um, along with being flexible, ask clarifying questions. Absolutely. Just if you're unsure, ask. That's the thing. Because that explicit communication goes both ways. Yeah. And if you're not both on board, it's going to get difficult <laughs> and frustrating <laughs> for both parties. Yeah. All right. So back to our spoonies. Um yeah that's the big piece is being patient with people around you and being a good self-advocate yep and that means with doctors too so take notes on your phone when things are bad or message someone yeah that too put it out in the universe so that it exists yeah take a video of it and then hate the video of it send it to someone so you can't delete the video it's really bad but I'm works. just going to put it in the podcast at some point <laughs> just, just so that it's in. like out there. It'll be the intermission. Oh God. <laughs> you got to watch uh, my head jerk uh, around. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. 
I hate so much that that video exists. Oh, we'll put it in slow motion. With like oh, a little, God, no. That would be great. No. And if they say something that upsets you, tell them why it upsets you. Yeah, it's there's a lot of that between Jen and I. She'll randomly say something and I'll be like, well, that offended me and I don't know why. Yeah. But that really got to me. <laughs> or like the kids when they're like, is it because of your EDS? And we're like, not everything is... It's actually because you're little shits. <laughs> it's because of the EDS. I raised them that way, though, so it's kind of on me. <laughs> I was watching those TikToks where the guy is talking about how his daughter is a bard. And I'm just watching the TikTok like, oh, God, I'm the bard. I'm a bard parent. Yep. I sing at my kids to get them to do things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's awesome. I think we should take a break. I think so. Good time for an intermission. Yeah. Water, hydrate. Yes. Medicate. Sunlight. Water. I thought you said fodder. I was so confused. Water. Water yourself. Get some sunlight. Like a plant. Get some nutrients. Because that is how you will grow. Pause and come back because there's still like another hour of this left. So <laughs> get comfortable and get ready to watch this again. Again. Still some more. Continually. Forever. All right. <laughs> On a loop. Well, bye. Welcome back. Guess what happened while we were on break? <laughs> we we came back on a, on a great note. We hit 50 subs while we were on break, which might not sound like a lot, but that's... 50 on YouTube, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah, that means 50 of you enjoyed us enough to want to watch us more than once. We're not really sure why, but we're, thank you. Yeah, we're not sure why we do this either, <laughs> but it's like watching a train in wreck. Like, you can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> But we appreciate you. We do. And we're very excited we hit 50. So big milestones. And I think we've we've only been at this for like two months. We hit our two months yesterday. That's crazy. Well, second. July 2nd was our, our two month anniversary. 50 of you in two months. So needless Huzzah. to say, we're very grateful. Um, and we're very. very excited for what comes next. Yeah. What Huzzah. comes next? Because it's season two and we can do whatever we want. We can want. do whatever we want. We Chaos can do whatever reigns. we want. You are not invited to season two anymore. You are uninvited. You go back to season one where you belong. My butt was in last episode. <laughs> you kissed my sister in the last episode. I hugged your sister. No, you kissed her. There's a kiss sound. Oh, okay. You gave her a kiss on the cheek. Oh, yeah. That that tracks. I mean, I gave your sister the clap. Or <laughs> Help! I gave my sister the clap. Help! <laughs> Yeah, we're a close family. (laughs) (laughs) I gave your wife, my sister-in-law, the clap clap. clap. There you go. Yes. (laughs) But yes, we're very excited. Thank you for for subbing and and commenting and participating. Yeah. It's exciting. Lots of comments. We want to know what you guys think. We want to know what you guys want to hear next. Find us on Facebook. Yes. We want to actually post on Facebook more than just, hey, look, an episode. Yeah. (laughs) 
we engage as much as we can. So if you comment, we're going to talk to you. Yeah, there's a couple of questions on there, too. I think one of them's um, how does imposter syndrome impact your life? So that was a good question. Yeah. So check us out on Facebook, Fantastic Pains and how we hide them. And YouTube and Spotify and Google Podcasts. And TikTok. And TikTok. That's the one I always forget to plug. We Where actually we have a TikTok. Where we do silly things. Yeah. I tried to post some <laughs> serious things on there and they just flop. So. Yeah. No. We're just. It's the silly stuff. Yeah. This Tis whole thing is going place. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Tis a silly place. Let's not go to Camelot. All right. What do you want to talk about now? So since we talked about kind of an open letter. I wanted to address some of the misconceptions about Ehlers-Danlos. Okay. I'm trying to think of ones that I had starting out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, I think, have actually come from doctors from when we did the the genetics workup. And they were like, where's this? We don't see this. Why why don't you have this? No, you don't count. Yeah. Or those people that have the hypermobility aspect but none of the other aspects yeah and so they like blow up on social media sh- just showing how flexible they are mm-hmm. i i feel mixed about that they're raising awareness but they're also they're they're just i really dislike the like shallow awareness yes what bothers me is those videos that come up on like facebook of the people who are like, oh yeah, I have EDS and I joined the circus and my life is great and fine and dandy. Yeah, no. And then you're like, okay, but you are forgetting about how much you're going to pay for all that stuff you did in your 20s and 30s. Mm -hmm. Like, great, you're 14 and you have EDS. That's awesome. But (laughs) this is not what EDS looks like. Well, and (sighs) the thing is, is EDS looks different for everybody. Yeah. And we know that like in our familial relation and that kind of spectrum with baby brother yeah so it does look different for everybody um and classical eds doesn't have as much pain no as um hypermobile so i think the two get overlapped a lot yeah no and you do see a lot of sideshow people who do the the flexing and the mm-hmm. skin stretching yep the stretchy skin is it's a problem really because when you go to get diagnosed, they're looking they're looking in weird places, too. Like, I had somebody look here, and I was like, that's just fat. Thank you. Good try, though. And I was like, no, but if you look at any of this nonsense, you get the hyperextensibility. I get hyperextensibility when I'm not dehydrated. Yes. And I'm that always matters. dehydrated. Yeah. I had an IV this week, so I'm a little less dehydrated. <laughs> I chugged that whole bag in like 15 minutes. Whoa. <laughs> My body was like, water, yes, please. There was one time I went in and they gave me four IV bags in the span of an hour. I was like, was I about to die? And then you have to pee the whole time. Yeah. You're like, great, I'm in the ER and I have to pee. In a gown, I'm not wearing anything, I have to walk in front of all these people and and then I have to feel ashamed, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't have the energy to feel ashamed. I don't. Like we go into the hospitals and stuff and I'm just, they're like change. And I'm like, cool, whatever. Right. Like, you're like, all right, cool. Right and here. Like, Not now. Stop. But you told me to change. You're a doctor, right? You've seen this before. Should I be worried? <laughs> you're like, I don't want to see yours though. <laughs> That's not the part of the body I'm focused on. Right. Yeah. So the skin stretchy thing, um, 
is part of the old criteria, mostly. <laughs> the old guard, yeah. Um, so the criteria changed in 2017, and the hyperextensible skin kind of took a, a, a further backseat. Because what they're finding is, again, like, <laughs> it depends on how hydrated we are, Yeah. <laughs> first of all. Second of all, it depends on where. Um, and there's a ton of different skin issues. So even if you don't have the hyperextensible skin, um, you could have the abnormal scarring. That's what I get. Yeah. Um, and the big misconception about the abnormal scarring is they say atrophic. And they usually say that that means um, indented. Yeah. But, but it includes those crystalline scars as yeah. well. That's what that's. <clears throat> yeah. I wear mine with pride. Right. Um, stretch marks too. I have stretch marks all around my arms that they didn't look at that one time. Yeah, they don't care. They just suck. <laughs> it's fine. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> those guys. What else? Well, okay. I see misconceptions both ways. I see where people think EDS is super dire. Mm, yeah. Where, you know, people can't swallow. They're on IVs. They can't digest things. They, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always feel like I have imposter syndrome from not having bad enough EDS. Yeah. And then people will comment on our videos and be like, it's not as bad as you guys, but I have this. And it's like... Yeah. Well, and it's it's that same thing we talk about all the time. Like, comparative suffering is just the downfall of everyone. Yep. It's not good. It doesn't do anybody any favors. And suffering is suffering. Yep. Like, it's a universal experience. And just because it's not as bad, like, it's different. It's not measured in this, like, good versus bad metric. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. And it's a spectrum. Um, which can make it really difficult to like find your people i guess yeah yeah but at the same time like i imagine years down the line the gastroparesis will probably be be worse (laughs) yeah the uh, dysphagia will probably be worse yeah (laughs) so like we'll we're on track we'll get there (laughs) we'll get there we'll get worse it's fine yeah well i mean if it's it's stuff that we're already experiencing, just not to the extremes. So. Yeah. Well, and it's like Bug said. He said that it gets different. It gets different, yeah. It doesn't get better, and it doesn't necessarily get worse, but it gets different. That kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing better at work, though. That's good. He says that he's got most everybody trained. Um, there's still one who's like, fake news. And I'm like, whatever. There are always going to be those people where it's not worth explaining. Yeah. And that's okay. Think of it this way. If you got this video sent to you, you're worth explaining it to. There you go. <laughs> you're worthy. But it's kind of like Congratulations. retail. 2% of customers will never be happy. Doctors hate these these customers. <laughs> Find out why. In this article that has nothing to do with anything. Exactly. It's a picture of a stethoscope. Can you fill this up for me? Oh my god. You almost caught it. <laughs> I know it, it went in my sleeve. <laughs> you almost had it. That would have been badass with her. Just <laughs> deflect, deflect. You're connected still. Thank you. Headphones. <laughs> I was like, what made that noise? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What other misconceptions? So, a lot of the time, when you Google EDS, the pain is not readily apparent. I didn't see anything about pain when we first started researching it. Yeah. Like, that was part of 
where I felt a disconnect where I'm like, well, it doesn't seem to be a painful condition. Yeah. And we were definitely experiencing pain on the daily at that yeah. point. But we had everything else. Yeah. We had the the full on bite and score. We had. Cause yeah, you're of, a nine out of nine. I'm a perfect nine. And I'm a, I was a seven out of nine now when I was diagnosed. Eight. Now I'm an eight out of nine. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, but yeah, no, they don't talk about the pain. Yeah. Well, and I think it's because, I don't know, because classical, again, with classical, there's less pain involved. But I've also heard conflicting stories there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, when you Google it, the pain is not apparent. It'll talk about like, oh, it can affect ligaments and yeah. cause dislocations. And then it glosses over all this stuff. Right. It's not listed as like a chronic pain condition. Right. At all. Which is interesting because I've seen, um, I don't, I can't, I can't remember the doctor's name, but he was talking about how Ehlers-Danlos, he would rank up there with like cancer pain. Was it Dr. Mike? I don't know. Because I was watching him do an EDS short thing. And oh, it's because he screwed up the first time. Yeah. yeah. Step in like, my ring, pardon boy. Pardon me? Pardon, you want to try again? What? You want to join our podcast? We have some, some words I'll to share ya. with you. We'll teach you. Mike. Well, and it was irritating because he did what everyone else does, which is like gloss over it. Yep. Where they're like, oh, yeah, Ehlers-Danlos, genetic condition, la, 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 la. Yeah. We and you're like, hi, school. it's huge. It is a huge problem. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> just the way you said that, it sounded like, like it was everyone else's problem. Like, no, it's just you. It's really only a big problem to you because you're dealing with it. <laughs> well, him giving misinformation no is yeah problem. i know it's just the way you said it. it was funny that bothers me quite a bit yeah and it happens a lot yeah in and oh god the people on youtube yeah the ones that are trying to do like their daily blog mm-hmm. they're just not being real it feels like because the people who are dealing with it couldn't do like blogging yeah <laughs> there's a reason we don't blog there's a reason it took us forever to get the podcast going like right it's not easy well and even this we we just built it into our schedule so that it exists. Mm-hmm. Like we do this every Saturday at 11. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. Now you know how to find us. Yeah. We're here. You can, you can lodge complaints. Deal with it. Sorry. We also have uh we could do, we could do like a live stream. If you want to complain that way. There you go. <laughs> Someday we'll get on Twitch. Yeah. But someday we did. We, we scheduled it into like the weekly. Yeah. And it's not easy. Like, there are weeks when we're both just dying. Mm-hmm. And we have to cut episodes because we're just, like, not in it. Right. We'll watch them back and be like, this was not a... <laughs> it wasn't good work. No. <laughs> they weren't even awake. What were we doing? Yeah. Or, like, even now, I still have that migraine. Mm-hmm. It's still killing me, but yeah. I'd rather do this than not. Right. Well, and it's interesting because... If you're going to have it anyway, you might as well yeah. do so. Like, you've, you've taken the steps to try and take care of it but it's not going away yeah well and we've also learned a lot just doing the podcast um yeah and we ourselves have become more accountable way more accountable doing the podcast like it's kind of impressive we're really working on building our ladder and being more intentional about building the ladder um and kind of reflecting that back to each other Mm -hmm. which is really nice yeah and my doctor talk's gotten better that's awesome like Jen doesn't have to interrupt me anymore. Yay. I will straight up say what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. The last appointment, 
I played on my phone. Nice. I have an appointment next week with my doctor. I think it's on the 7th, actually. Maybe. Wow. Um, but we're going to talk about next steps because <laughs> I'm going to send it back to general surgery and be like, no one else can help me fix it. Yeah. And if they tell me it's going to make more scarring, I'm going to say, I don't care. It Let's can try make something, some more please. It can. I'm willing to try anything once. I don't care, even if it makes it worse. Yeah. I'll try it. That's like, I would, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I would let you hit me with a bus if I thought it would help. Yep. If there was a chance that that would help, I would let you do it. Every discussion I've had with every surgeon, they're like, <laughs> we could do surgery. Yes, please. And I'm like, yeah, we'll do that. And they're like, but, you know, are you sure? Yes. Yep. Yes, let's Positive. do it. Positive. You could lose your legs. That's I don't fine. care. Let's <laughs> cut, o- cut open that spine and rip out that tumor. Let's just do it already. Do something. Something. Chris's reaction to that was, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, if I can't feel if my I can't legs, feel him, I won't pain. feel the pain. <laughs> I, I mean, that's. Yeah. I was not phased by that surgery. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. Yeah. It, that's why, why I don't think it's a, as big a deal as it is. Right. Like when, when I think about what it is, when I say it and I imagine someone else going through, I'm like, God damn. Right. That's Isn't a, that weird? That's a big surgery. When but things for me, like, it's like meh. reflect back to you, like I was thinking about, I had two hip surgeries in the span of a year. Yeah. It, within nine months, I had both of my hips done. Yeah. At 28 years old. <laughs> Show off. 27, 28. I did that with my shoulders crazy. though. I did them within a year. Yeah. Both of them. But it doesn't feel weird. Like no. it doesn't feel crazy to us. We're like, yeah, surgery is nothing. Like, I'm totally happy to let them go digging around in my abdomen. Yeah. Any any kind of improvement is worth it. Yeah. Even if we're just trying. Or just care. a chance of an improvement. Exactly. Like, I'm not asking you to fix it. I'm asking you to try something. Well, that's what the tumor was. They weren't sure if that's what was causing the side pain. But they're like, right. there's a tumor in your spine. We should, we should take care we of should that. We should probably get it out. <laughs> are, yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. I'd do it again. I'd let them cut up my whole spine and just lay it out. Like Take maybe it, it needs You don't some have air. a spine anymore. Maybe it needs to breathe. I don't know. <laughs> they don't know either. They haven't tried it before. So. My skeleton craves freedom. <laughs> like you got the adhesive arachnidosis from it, but it went away. It's shrinking. Yeah. It's yeah. not gone gone, but it's Well, but I think that's better. like you guys working on it too cuz mm-hmm. you're breaking up all that adhesion. Yeah. Which helps. Yep, yep. Yeah. Because I don't feel the stabby leg pains as much anymore. That's good. The electrical zaps. And And the side pain only happens occasionally. Yeah. Not the, like, two straight years. Yep. Well, if they thought it was your kidneys, they thought it was, like, They did intestines, kidneys. terrible. Then they looked at nerves after we'd done biopsies and... Mm -hmm. uh, What was the other one? Then you had steroids and ablations. Yep. All the things. And then they were yep. looking at the hip, and the hip guy was like, hey, there's something on your spine. Got your spine. <laughs> I got you. You got me. I'm waiting until I've done enough images that I can put them together in like a jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. Just me in different images. Because they're like, have oh, you be cool. had them done of your abdomen? And I was like, a long time ago, but you can't see adhesions. <laughs> Even with like a, a CAT scan, they wouldn't show up because it's soft tissue. Mm. Yeah, but they can do like uh, the dyes. I guess it, they're not. They don't. It have would have to be like inside. Yeah. yeah, it would have to be inside of like the abdominal cavity. Yeah, which is why adhesions are so hard to diagnose because you can't see them. Yep. Like you can see the impact of them sometimes, but 
again, we won't know if there's impact because when I was having gut pain, they didn't want to do images. They it's just, like they the really same don't thing like to. Busy. Like you yeah. could just do the soft tissue scan. No, we're gonna do the the yeah. X-ray, which won't show shit. And then because your bones are fine, nothing else could be wrong. Right. Yeah. Well, and they just like I know they don't want to do more imaging because yeah. radiation and such. But again, I don't care. I made a joke to one of the the image techs about how many like x-rays and cat scans and dyes i've had uh-huh. it's like i'm basically irradiated irradiated at this point and he was like <laughs> it can't be that bad how many have you had and i was like 28 no it's it's all together all the imaging i'm around 50 oh my god and that's within the last five years six years yeah. you know just going for a total irradiation <laughs> Like we could just do MRIs for everything. Yeah, that's not a re- that's not radiation. They're gonna make you do it anyways. Right, can't see shit the other two ways. Dang it! Yeah. And also with the <laughs> abdominal stuff, um, having any abdominal pain as a woman, they're like, "But are you sure you're yes. not on your period?" Well, I got that, and I got, "Are you pregnant?" And I was like, "Yeah." It was like, "Are you menstruating?" No. How do you know? I don't do that. <laughs> That doesn't happen. I have an IUD. It doesn't. It's not a thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I went through that first. And then they were like, mm, let's do a pregnancy test. And I was like, you do whatever makes you happy. I don't care. You want to test for other weird shit while we're here? <clears throat> well, and I got. Do some eyesight tests. I got um, IV nausea meds. I got IV anti-inflammatories. And I don't know. Yeah, my antispasmodic, which works, actually. I'm really shocked. I That's can't remember good. what it's called. It's like Clido. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's med. It's blue. It works. <laughs> the blue one. It's new. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see. But yeah, no, EDS is, it's so complex. And All I think of them are, though. The surface level knowledge, you miss out on like POTS and dysautonomia and well, think, MCAS. And think about what it's like for other people with other more more known diseases, yeah. but they're more known in their most basic forms too. Right. So like, like Marfan's we didn't know anything about, but mm-hmm. even then they don't talk about pain at all with Marfan's. Right. Or fuck, what about like, um, the word escapes me. Blah, blah, blah. Other conditions in general, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, we know we know what they are in general, but we don't know what that does to the body as a whole. Right. Because of the pain, they thought Chris had lupus for a while. <laughs> I've had that coming yeah, around, too. It's lupus. never lupus. Just ask Dr. House. It's never lupus. <laughs> yeah. No, they thought it was autoimmune for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not. I did so many panels, and I got some false positives back, so it was never really definitive. They're like... We don't think you have anything, but yeah. you keep showing positive on random tests. Like, sorry, I'm not yeah. trying. <laughs> well, and that's that happened to me when they came back with like my uh, my count was up or something. Yeah, they were, were like they thought I had an infection, and there was no possible infection anywhere, and yeah, just inflammatory. Wow, it's <laughs> like okay, my body does weird stuff. That's fine. Mm-hmm. There's a reason its name is Karen. <laughs> oh, it was funny. My massage therapist, who I also saw last week. <laughs> God damn. I saw everybody. Um, he was saying that, what what is Nixon's vice president's name? 
Is it Abner? Abner? Agnew. Agnew, that one. Yes. So you know how in Futurama, it's the body? Say, thank you, Futurama. Yes, exactly. It's the body, and it yeah. doesn't do what he wants. So he was saying, if mine's Karen, then yours is Agnew. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they could all be Karen, too. That's fine. <laughs> Let's be inclusive. Everybody's body could be a Karen. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was incredible talking to my massage therapist, because he was saying, I was telling him about how frustrated I was um, that PT couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then we went into some of the imposter syndrome and he was like, I understand that you have a hard time, like believing yourself and you function so well and all of this stuff. And he was like, but you're not normal. And I have felt adhesions in your body that I've not felt on anybody else. And so he's like, I know it's real. And I know you're not faking anything. And I know this is a real problem. He and just, it was just he handed so, you validation. Yes. Like, Here you go. It was just so weird. And I was like, I love you. Just a little bit. You're the sweetest. You want a slice of validation? Right? It's just <laughs> like, it's real. I know it's real. I can literally feel it. I need one of those. I need right? someone who just has had their hands in every part of my body and knows that I have problems. Right. To be like, yeah, no, but I felt that. Yeah. I know well, that, that it's wrong. That made a huge difference. Cause yeah. like people are like, oh, I've seen it. And you're like, yeah. I've seen my joints too. I could like fake it though, maybe. <laughs> I'm misinterpreting these very graphic <laughs> images on my shoulders. as a <laughs> thought that I've had many times. Like. I told you about like, I really had to talk myself out of the belief that they just went into my shoulder to appease me. Oh, totally. And they're like, I've we opened that- it up, stitched it closed, waited a couple hours, <laughs> and then four. sent you home. Are five phantom surgeries like that, where yeah. I'm like, they didn't do anything. They just, they're humoring me. He went in, he was wrong, and because he didn't want to seem wrong, he just kind of messed around a little bit, and then he left. <laughs> and then said everything's fine. Even though there are images, and there's a very different right. function to the joints now that yeah. work. Yeah. Ah, it was all in our heads. Yeah. Imposter syndrome is a bitch. It sucks so bad. It's so frustrating. You're like, am I crazy? And it sucks because it's something that happens when you feel good. Yes. Like, I feel great. Clearly, my whole life is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely like the darker side to our good days. Yeah. When you're like, oh, I don't feel any pain. I must be crazy. Well, and it's so cyclical. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have before, I would have good days and then people, I would see people Mm -hmm. and they'd be like, oh, you're fine. Yeah. And, you know, I I would hear that and be like, oh, they're right. I'm fine. Clearly, uh, there's nothing wrong with me. They're going to think that I'm making this up. Yeah. I must be making this up <laughs> with, like, the logic chain your brain goes through, yep. you know? Yeah. Uh, it's such a trip. And it is. It's like this major psychological just Can you fuckery. EMTR? <laughs> I don't know. To get rid of. I wonder. Like, imposter syndrome? <clears throat> I think you'd have to do, like, a lot of affirmation. I've been doing a lot of affirmations. Yeah, but like you could do affirmation in EMDR. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I think that would be the way to go. You've got to find the feeling of being invalidated. <laughs> what does that feel like? <laughs> Life. Death. It's everything. Sadness. <laughs> Frustration. Despair. Are we just throwing words out now? <laughs> Defenestration. I'm going to use every one of those as a tag <laughs> in the video. Despair. Sadness. <laughs> wow, this is a weird one. <laughs> Open letter. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> God. Yeah. I think it's crazy. It's just crazy because we were diagnosed like two years ago. Yeah. And that to me is insane. 
how far we have come <laughs> in diagnosis wow. and knowing what it is and no then joke. becoming our own advocates. It's and been crazy. Now having a podcast with how many people? 50. 50 on YouTube. I want to see that number again. It's just, it's such a good number. Right. I was so excited too. Cause I didn't think it would happen today. <laughs> He was like, I'm going to make a, a fake account and make a fake subscribe account. so that we could have 50. And then we went on break and we found 50. We found them. We found we you. Found them. Number 50. Welcome. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> we eat shallots in the dark. <laughs> and we we have self-help bunnies. Yeah. and Evil, evil self-care bunny. <laughs> he says, drink some water. Okay, fine. Do it. Aren't you pushy? At least I have a body. More. <laughs> More water. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you can come back and sit up here. <laughs> uh, do we have any comments or anything? It's crazy. To go over? Um, I haven't been on the channel for a minute. I don't think there are new comments on the channel. You're the one who's perusing the forums and, and uh, stuff. Oh, no. Nothing in. Um, I could check the see. TikTok, I guess. But the TikToks are just people commiserating. Right. Like, oh, no. Those that's are so me. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can't believe how many people react to I deserve a hurt body. I know. I love like, that. I deserve a hurt body in a clean house. And now we need to make aprons and T-shirts. We do. Yeah. Because now there's 50 of you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> the channel gift from the very poor us. How did they afford it? They didn't. <laughs> we stole it. <laughs> They're written in Sharpie. I would do Just that. like a plain white t-shirt. I mean, our channel art's basically that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the stuff that Vizzy did. Uh, I just took a Sharpie to a white thing. Right. There you go. Um... Jen's like, yeah, you did. Oh, here we go. A misconception they'd want to fix is that they think EDS is just a joint problem or when people think that just because they are hypermobile, they have EDS. I agree with both of those sentiments. Yes. So <clears throat> hypermobility can present without Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and does not automatically mean that you have it. No, you would have been called double jointed as a kid. Ugh. That term that? is so outdated. <laughs> It's not even real. I feel like I just dated myself by saying that. Right. Like I was double jointed as a kid back in my day. They bent my yeah. my joints both ways uphill in the snow. In the snow. <laughs> While hunting a moose. Why? <laughs> That's just what we did at the time. <laughs> <laughs> All of our joints backwards. Um, so this is talking about like it's multi systemic. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Every person with it is different. For her, her joints are a big issue, but not her biggest issue. Um, some of the comorbidities co are actually worse than her symptoms from EDS, which is fair. Yeah. I get that because I know people who like their POTS is absolutely ridiculous or the MCAS is absolutely off the charts. It depends on the day. Yeah. I have days where it's all POTS and I'm like, mm, mm. right? Those days where I'm like, I turned my head and almost passed out. I'm great fun. one of those days. Mm. Every time I lift my head up, I get dizzy. <laughs> That was me two days ago. It's fantastic. I was like, I can't stand shit. I what can't is stand the standing up? <laughs> you have nothing to stand for. I'm like I'm weak and shaky, and I can't. I can't. <laughs> I just want to lay down I'm forever weak and shaky. 
<laughs> I, poor infant me. I was going to say, uh, I can't uh, do anything. I'm just so weak oh and shaky. No. Jen, I can't make a sandwich. I'm too <laughs> weak and shaky. We got bread. <laughs> <laughs> you just come in and slam them two pieces of bread on my face. <laughs> Look, it's make an idiot me a sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> you are now a sandwich. The mic is falling. Oh, it's so weak and dizzy. <laughs> weak and shaky. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Pains, where we make fun of ourselves repeatedly. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> got a big top, okay? <laughs> the mic is top heavy. <laughs> I can't believe we're related. I would never do anything really? like that. Really? Never. I would be caught dead. We didn't have any like twin moments this week, did we? I think the fact that our weeks sucked. Yeah. Pretty twin. It's just <laughs> you can miserate by yourself or you can commiserate with a friend. I want that. I want that. On, on I really shirt. like that one too. That one's fun. Uh, our great one-liners. Mm, all both of them. All both of them. <laughs> all one. <laughs> we had a couple. Yeah. Like fondant. Oh yeah, fondant. EDS, where everything is made of fondant. And the points don't matter. And the points don't matter. <laughs> the joints don't the matter. The joints don't matter. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, it's like this podcast just died. The last <laughs> half is just us memeing at each other. <laughs> Way to go, team. We had a full like outline. We don't feel good. We hit all the points. No, we don't. <laughs> really. You want to talk about masking, right? God damn. <laughs> See, but it's with the two of us together. We don't mask. That's true. We just meme. That's how we <laughs> commiserate. Vines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vines and, and TikTok. Yep. That's all we need. Indeed. <laughs> That's how we're going to cure pain. <laughs> I've solved pain. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. I solved pain and then I forgot how. Did I tell you about my husband and the I breathed again? No. Oh my God. He'd, <laughs> he's driving me crazy. So every time my knee goes out and I say, ow, he looks at me, he goes, I breathed again. Oh my God. And I'm like, you bitch. Cause <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. So every time I say, ow, he's like, I breathed again. God, if Jen did that to me, I would lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to slap him every time. I'm like, shut up. You I'd, don't know my life. I'd probably keep up with it for about. 10 minutes and then forget about it the worst 10 minutes of my <laughs> I life. breathed again oh you're in pain I breathed again I mean we already do the like I'm gonna go Jen and you're like what I don't feel good okay <laughs> that's that's us I don't feel good I'm sorry cool <sighs> I'm gonna go lay down now sometimes I say yup <laughs> yup <laughs> it's like response. the third time <laughs> it's I mean I don't helps. feel good yeah it's that's, I like hearing that sometimes. I don't know why, but like if I'm really in pain, it's just like yeah. I'm like cool. <laughs> I am. In you pain. just validate your pain. Throw it at the wall. <laughs> Comes back validated. Hey, <laughs> I was in pain this whole time. <laughs> There's something on my face. I didn't it was sleep pain. last night. Me neither. I was like, I'm gonna pretend to sleep, and then I worked on decks, and then I. <laughs> We went to the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to take a bath. And then I was like, 
I don't want to take a bath. And then I went back up to the room and then I sat in the dark and was like, I want to do something. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to, I was going to do something with my phone. And then I fucking <laughs> disassociated out of the room for a bit. And then I came back and was like, that was weird. What time did you sleep? Because when my alarm went off, you were asleep. I fell asleep at after the sun was up. Fair. So I went to sleep at like three. That's not that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not great. And then I woke up soaked at like six a.m. And then I went back to sleep till like nine. Yeah, I woke up around nine. I yeah. went to bed at one thirty, and I was out. Yeah, because I was doing all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Tiffany has night sweats too, and neither of us know why. Hey, I have night sweats. Hey, all of y'all, if you wake up soaking wet, why? What is that? Help. I'm confused and I don't like it. And knowledge. And it's just not ever going to stop and I'm, I'm done. I just sleep on top of the blankets and then soak them from the top down. I just get cold though because then you're wet and yeah. then the cold blows over. Yep. And we have the swamp cooler. Yeah. So it's extra sticky. No, I know. <laughs> it's so gross. But uh, the other option is to soak everything through. Sometimes I sleep in the robe. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah. I thought about doing that last night because I've been sleeping under the zebra blanket. Oh. I don't want to get it gross. I'm like, I love the zebra blanket. I know. (laughs) My whole side of the bed just smells like I slept really hard. (laughs) That's what that smells like. That's not good. It smells like EDS in here. (laughs) (laughs) What does that smell like? Oh, lots of night sweats and pain. Night sweats and pain. Sometimes tears. Don't cry. I almost cried the other day because my stomach hurt so freaking bad. And I was just frustrated and annoyed. And I was like, I bet you it's nothing. I want to know how many people get the, the so tired that they yawn and cry thing. And then if they wonder that if they're secretly actually really depressed <laughs> and that's their body letting the tears out. Because <laughs> it happens to me a lot. I, I cry I, every time I yawn. I do that too. Where you're like... Uh, and then like and tears, then tears and you're like am I secretly like super depressed <laughs> and then you'll ask me if I'm okay because I'm wiping my eyes and I'm just like no I was yawning my husband comes over and he's like there's no need to cry about it and I'm like I know but being awake makes me so sad I'd be so much spicier I'd have been like yeah but I'm married to you <laughs> prolonged eye call- yeah, if you're going to call me out on it you better be ready and willing to receive the abuse <laughs> Next visit from the ER. Coffee goes in the tummy, not I'm the not lung. A fish. fish don't breathe coffee. <laughs> Liquid. Challenge accepted. Give me a fish. <laughs> I must know. Fish coffee murder. Oh I no! I don't know how this is going to play out. I'm going to edit this, and it's going to be like. Open letter, and then this happened. Watch us fuck around because we don't feel good. It's just, it's dynamic time. Time to be dynamic. We need more evil bunny. The evil bunny happens naturally. You can't force it. I'm just, I'm just planting it in your brain. Don't plant it. We don't script here. We don't have takes. (laughs) We don't have scripts. We don't have stands that stay up. What is happening? Please stay there. Okay. You did it. Yay. I'm not getting attacked by the mic anymore. No. <laughs> For, For now. now. For now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Shit. 
See, this podcast works because we don't cost each other spoons. That's true. Which is why we can do this every week, even when we don't feel good. It's yeah. weird. It doesn't cost spoons. Which was hard to explain to my husband. Because he's like, you don't feel good, and you don't want to be around the family, but you're going to your brother's house. I'm like, yes. It's our podcast. That makes perfect sense to me. No, like pre-podcast. Well, even, yeah. Well, I, I get that. Yeah. Like, when I was like, you should come over. I don't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to be around people. Come over. <laughs> Bring me coffee, and let's sit in the dark. Yeah. Let's start that miserating. <laughs> and joke a lot. Speaking vines. Speaking vines. Vines that cured my TikTok addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't weak at me. My favorite is still the oh my fucking god she fucking did. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. (laughs) I can't believe we posted that. I am so proud of it though. I think it's the best. So yeah, go to TikTok. (laughs) Fantastic pains at TikTok. I regret decisions a lot. Enjoy the chaos. <laughs> Enjoy the chaos, yeah. Chaos reigns. This is season two. We can, we do, can whatever do whatever we want. we want. We could we could we could smother us with a pillow. <laughs> I don't want to get makeup on the cat. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> don't smother yourself with a pillow. No. For Let the sake of makeup and pillow. cat. It's gotta be like a tan pillow. <laughs> I have to find one that's like the exact skin, shade. Skin colored pillow, then you can smother me. Sounds very disturbing. But I'm wearing this makeup into the grave, so okay. you gotta preserve it. Oh, I was gonna put makeup on today. Damn it. I wanna do your makeup. I'd be okay with that. That sounds like fun. I was like, I was picking up my face. I don't wanna look ugly. Now everyone's gonna notice. <laughs> Glad I called myself out on oh, one. Oh, by the way, foundation and stuff for you in my drawer. I know. Okay. Are, are y'all a bunch of skin pickers too? Well, or is yeah. that just an us thing? Yeah, our bodies that do weird stuff. That could be an ADHD thing. thing. That Encapsulate. too. Yeah. Like hyperfocus sensation. Yeah. Well, it's like the input versus output thing. Like if I feel really bad, I'll go pick at my face because <laughs> I can hyperfocus on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like the one input here. Yeah. I'm like. There's a hair that almost came out of my face, and now it's burrowing deep into my soul, and I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to find it, and I'm going to yank it out. While digging a crater at the same time. I do this to my face, and then Jen comes in with the tweezers, and she gets the little tiny nub. (laughs) It's like microscopic. I'm like, wow, teamwork. My husband just walks by the bathroom, and he goes, stop picking at your face. And I'm like, never. Jen does it, and I go, let me see. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm very much just like... Come on, hurry up. Let's get this done so I can go to bed. <laughs> and then she'll sit there and do her face. And then she does my face. You get so distracted. I get hyper focused. Yeah. You get so sucked in. I get so sucked in. I sit in the sink. I I've done see. that. I sit in the sink so that I can get closer to the mirror so I can see <laughs> things you all didn't need to know, but now you know. That was like the entirety of my teenage years. Plucking my eyebrows. Sitting in the sink. I need to know if other chronic illness havers have other like comorbidities or not comorbidities like quirks. Quirks, but like ADHD, how like it's pretty prevalent. Oh yeah. I want to know what everybody has like diagnosed. 
or undiagnosed. I think it would really. be I'm interesting just... to look at like the neuroplasticity. There you go. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I think that would be interesting because we know like collagen's everywhere. It affects mm-hmm. every single system. Yep. So what does it do in the brain? It makes us stupid. Well, we don't wrinkle as much, right? And your brain needs wrinkles in order to hold more information. So basically, we're stupid. We are fundamentally smooth brains. Smooth brained. You, you look inside, there's not one wrinkle, just a fucking pebble. And you're like, it looks How like do an egg. Function? It's just an egg. That's where all the, the, the shit goes. It goes in the egg. And it can stretch to hold stuff. <laughs> it can hold all the things, except for egg? information that matters. <laughs> Or my will to live. <laughs> so it's a balloon. Yes, it's a balloon egg. Balloon egg. Balloon egg smooth brain. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's we're wonderful. Off the rails at this point. I know. There's there's no agenda here anymore. It's I was just about to say there were rails? Nonsense. <laughs> there were. We had notes and everything at the beginning. Yeah, we were. We did the note thing, and now we're doing the nonsense thing. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna put in the intermission, and now for time for the nonsense. Time for the fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> Phase one complete. Time for nonsense. <laughs> yes. We hit fifty, and we got excited, yep. and then and then it all fell apart. My hands are so sweaty. Ah, it's not bad. Gems are way worse. Do well, you want to touch it? No. Do you want to touch it? Are they cold, though? No, this one's not. It's okay. Been... I was like, is it clammy? Because, like, sweaty and clammy or not? Oh, that's not that bad. Are you... Uh, are your hands it's dry today? No, they're not, like, dry, dry. Well, I don't know, because I'm wet. They're, they're moist. I can't... No, Ew. Jennifer. How dare you? Come into our You made me podcast. yell into the mic. <laughs> because of the word moist? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Some people. You have offended my delicate sensibilities. I had a friend that was really bothered by that word. I didn't know it at the time, though. Um, Looking at you, Jessica. <laughs> she refused to tell. She was like, there's one word that will make me rage. I hate it so much. And I had just watched that episode of How I Met Your Mother. So I was like, is it moist? Ugh. And I, I laughed. And she, she literally stopped walking and stared at me <laughs> horrified. And I was like, I, yep. I was joking. <laughs> No, you Do nailed you it. Do you think this is a joke? It's not. I had to take her out for drinks later because of you. <laughs> Do you remember that? They opened the Red Robin and we're like, let's go, let's go get drinks in the middle of our shift. Who fucking cares? It's a good day. She's now a programmer. Like nice. a lead programmer. Just fucking the shit. I taught her what a hard drive was. I taught her what a hard drive was. I didn't. I didn't teach her shit. I worked with her a lot. They were like, you're girls. <laughs> yeah, no, they weren't, because this was a store geared toward women. I meant Paul, who did the <laughs> scheduling. The one dude. Yeah, I was going to say, the, we were at a test store, and the whole point was women Winning first. Winning with women. Whammon. Yeah, and that's why I got in, because I'm pretty. <laughs> the whammon. I'm pretty sure that's it. Rhonda was like, oh, he's pretty. Put him in Geek Squad. <laughs> I was like, cool. I know about computers. <laughs> oh, you want me to make people pay for the stuff I'm going to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> you want me to format seven laptops so that you can get your, your fucking, your, what was it? She was working on like a slideshow for work and mm-hmm. it'd be done before noon. And you want me to make her pay for it? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not. Oops. 
I like to help people for free. For free. That's why I worked the front a lot because <laughs> I would get called a secretary and then I would charge them extra for pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. I we charged this one old guy because I spent 30 minutes showing him how to drag and drop. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. So you just become other people's grandchildren? Yeah. Oh. She got paid for it. Geek Squad. Become a grandchild. Geek Squad. Why? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Yeah. That sums it up pretty well. (laughs) Ooh, I have a I have a question for people. I wanna know what if if there are people who still work. Like, what job do you do, and how do you maintain yourself during work? Like, our, our little brother has been... He, he works on the vehicles. Yes. And he's got people, for the most part, trained, so they know how to deal with him, but he mm-hmm. has to take care of himself more. Yeah. Because he's more physically active. Yeah. So I want to know what, what jobs people have and how they maintain. Yeah. I actually prefer jobs that are physically active. Me too. Just because it's that, like, body in motion thing. Yeah. You can keep momentum going. Yep. Because it's hard to do anything without momentum. <laughs> I had a desk job once and I hated it. <sighs> I worked for a for an eviction company or for a law firm, but I oh, worked yeah. in evictions and it was horrible. I had to like kick old ladies out of their houses and that was not my jam. Couldn't do it. I did it for <gasps> yeah, a month no, thank you. and then my soul ba- like started decaying <laughs> and I was like, it was like, no. we can't survive here. No, I have I have empathy. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> and it was during the 2008 like uh, financial crisis. Oh, like, no. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Also, what is, um, what's it going to be like for those of you going back to work oh, yeah. after our pandemonium? <laughs> That's what we call the pandemonium. <laughs> Pandemic. The Pandora's box? Panhandling. Panhandling. Did you make a lot of money panhandling? Because I heard it can be it can be good. I just hit myself in the tooth with the glass bottle. <laughs> I regret everything. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm excited to go back to work, but I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm like, will I have to take time off? Because I didn't work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because I was so freaking sick. Yeah. And I'm like, are we gonna have to deal with that? How's that gonna work? How long can I keep working? As long as you try hard. Yeah, but I'm tired. Yeah, so am I. I don't want to work. Have kids. Become a homemaker. (laughs) It's fun, they said. It'll be worth it, they said. But see, that sounds like more expense and less income. Yes. Yes. It's a trap. Yeah. Yes. An adorable asshole trap. (laughs) Adorable and sassy. Yes. So sassy. I just need more money than that. I need more money. I need more money. Sell your kids. So that I can. <laughs> so that I can raise my children. Oh. <laughs> so that I can have Sell your children. husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I need him to make children. Shit. Guess the dogs are gone. Say goodbye. <laughs> I'll just sell all of my husband's guitars. And his Pokemon collection. And then we'll get a divorce. <laughs> You'll buy a divorce, basically. 
<laughs> Surprise! I sold your shit. Have you gotten that present yet? The one that he's been working no. on? No! What is he waiting for? Our anniversary, I imagine. Oh. Yeah, it's an anniversary present. I didn't remember that, so clearly. So, July 18th is, is our No, that's the day after my birthday. You guys can't celebrate your thing that day. It has to be a different <laughs> week. We could also celebrate... Um, in August, August 10th was our like wedding. Yeah, go do that one. Stay away from my birthday, please. <laughs> Jen, your birthday is too close to mine too, actually. You're going to have to reschedule for later in the month too. Just shoo shoo. Shoo shoo. Shoo shoo. Shoo shoo. Away with you. You want to call it? Yes, sir. Let's call it a day. Thanks it. for coming along. I said it. <sighs> now you're Names. supposed to call it a day. Uh, a day. There you go. You day. <laughs> you never you mind. day. It's mean. Don't need to say it. I'm ready. Come on. No. Give me the mean. No. No. <laughs> All right. Bring out the cruelty. Thank you for the 50. We're so excited. Um, thanks for coming along. I hope you <laughs> enjoyed. Yeah, this last part was definitely interesting. Yeah. We're we're sorry, but we're not sorry. Sorry, this not sorry. This is what it looks like. It's, it's a, a bad day. You should look it up. It has two people in it. They're pretty funny. Sorry, that's already funny. Yeah, you can find us on TikTok. Yes. So do do that. Find us on the on the TikTok, on the Facebook, mm-hmm. on the Spotify, on the YouTube's. Leave comments, please. Yes, please. All right. On that note, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. A meme. My life is a typo. <laughs> My life is... <gasps> that was loud. Oh, 50 subs. Oh, my God, guys. We did it. We have 50 subscribers on YouTube. We have 50 people. You're amazing. We love you. Why? Why are you here? <laughs> I mean, Gluttons I love it. for punishment.